Hey, it's Almost Burning Silence. It's Brennan McCullough and Doug Coleman. And top story of today, because we're a news source now. Don't, don't We're not a news source. Don't rely on us for anything. That's not anything. true at all. No, we're terrible. We're actually the state of journalism today. We're actually probably pretty good. Uh, but Maybe. Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog is getting his first movie in 2018. I wanted to talk about this first because it's an, an abomination. It is an atrocity. Because not only is it Sonic in a movie where he's woefully past his peak, which was like 94, but it's also a live-action movie mixed with CG characters, which always goes well. Always goes well. Are you fucking serious? You're telling me you want to start this, uh, start on this note. I feel like this is something you should end on. I'm going to have to play the outro music. What the fuck? (laughs) No, this has to be talked about. As soon as possible. You're absolutely Pe- right. That- people need to hear about this because it's set to come out in 2018. And oh, I need no. the full two years to try and wrap my mind around why Sega thinks this is a good idea. Well, is there much information as far as like, do we know who is either playing Sonic or doing the voice of Sonic? Because that is just a ridiculous. Uh, and is he going to be a live action Is he or is he going to be CGI? No, there's not much out there right now. I think they've just announced this. The mix between live action and CGI is, I think, the most information they've given so far. It's 2018, but with no solid date. Uh, for all we know, it could be pushed back. And I can only assume Sonic's going to be CGI, because if there was like a practical effects Sonic costume that some guy actually has to wear, like that will be nightmarish. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I really, I can't imagine, even just, the whole premise is nightmarish, you can't deny. I Because, like, if you think of, there's a few Sonic stories where he interacts with, like, humans, and, like, he saves, like, a princess, or a human princess in some games, like, I think Sonic 06, but it's like, none of the good Sonic stories has to deal with humans. Like, the only human in Sonic's world is Eggman, and he's barely human. Like, if you look at his body, it's absurd. Oh my god, what if Sonic was literally played by an actual hedgehog? That'd be adorable. It, it might make it worth watching. I don't know, I had a hedgehog as a class pet in like first grade. They stink. They smell the high hell. They're cute, but they smell terrible. Oh god, that's what I hear about ferrets as well. But god, oh, yeah. learn something new on Almost Better Than Silence. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just want to remind people that there's the Sonic Hedgehog DeviantArt game where if you just go to DeviantArt and type in your name no, and then don't put do the that. hedgehog, there's some kids made OC, uh, like an OC character, and it's painful. It's, it's so terrifying. painful. Don't it's, listen to him. Uh, All right. It's awful. <laughs> Before we derail much further, let's talk about games we've been playing, because this is a video game podcast. Uh, you go first, because I got some decent games over the weekend. All right, because I haven't been playing much. It's just Witcher 3 all day all night that's fair uh, like i'm it's i never doubted it but th- it's like game of the year for so many people and it like some people are saying it's the best game to date like it's better than anything else they've ever played i got like 50 hours in it now i love this game it's so good and it's right up my alley so, that's really encouraging i'm most likely gonna have to reinvest myself in that franchise uh, I, it's kind of like Assassin's Creed where I'd say the first one's real tough. Like, it's really painful to get to yeah, the first one. Yeah, I remember one. that. And the story's weird because he just starts the main character and he's like, I have amnesia. It's like, well, this is awkward. And, like, you kind of get manipulated by everyone around you because they're telling you, like, oh, yeah, we used to be best friends. And then you find out you actually hated each other and he just used you to like, kill his enemy or something. So 
I, I would just say, I personally would just say, skip over it, read the stories. It's actually all based off books. So if you want to get the full details, you can read the books. If not, do the Wikipedia summaries and just go right into two. Okay, two, well then, two wait, here's a question for you. Do you think they're movie-worthy? Um, There actually already are a few movies based off of them. And they're not, like, full-fledged, but it's uh Polish, like, mythology stories. So a lot of them are, like, you know, they're not American movies. They're yeah. European movies. But I did see, like, a, you know... Some person, some fan of the Witcher series created like a casting choice of if they did a full fledged movie, like a US movie. Yeah. And who their casting picks would be. And it was like Mads Mickelson for like Gerald and like Emma Stone as like Tris Marigold. And it's like, oh my God, this would be the best movie ever. But it would, <laughs> it would be so expensive. It'd be great. But uh, I don't know the order of these episodes. But like in one of our other episodes when we talked about video game movies, I'd say these games are beautiful enough that they don't need to be movies. Like it, my computer, yeah. I've, I was able to turn down the fan. So you might have noticed a slight difference. It's oh, not screaming God. at me every five seconds. If I like open anything bigger than a word document, <laughs> but even with that, it still revs up really high when I play Witcher because I have it all on high settings and it's so demanding, but it's so beautiful. And it's, uh, the game, I can't say enough good things about it. So I really, I, don't think they need it to be a movie. I could see how it could be because it's already a big franchise, but they don't need it to be. Yeah, that's fair. I was just curious what you thought about that, but yeah, interesting. One, I'll just say one thing I love is you're a guy who hunts down monsters, basically, and you go from village to village and you find contracts and you find one in one village where it's like, oh yeah, my parents were killed by the screecher and like uh, I saw him gutted in front of me and like the main character is kind of like, all right, I don't know what the hell the screecher is. You're using this term that no one else does. What is it? And they're like, I, I don't know. It's just a screecher. And like, he's like, ah, all right, I'll go find it. And he finds it. He goes, Oh, it's a cockatrice. Like, it's like these idiots just gave it a nickname. And like, I, I, it's a small thing, but I thought it was amazing because it shows that like some villages, like villagers, most of them can't read. They're not smart. They don't know what things are called. So they just make up names for it. And you're kind of like guy who knows everything where you have to figure out from idiots, like what's actually happening. Interesting. I like that a lot. I wish that'd be cool if they did that like multiple times. And then one time it'd be like, Oh, it's, it's this, like it's a hygge flobber. And you're like, what the fuck's a hygge flobber? And like, you expect it to be something you already know, but then it's something you've never encountered before. Yeah. It's like a whole new monster, <laughs> but yeah, there's, in- there's some people who are like, the gods are speaking to me. It's like, no, you're being haunted by your dead brother. Cause you killed him. You're an idiot. Shut the hell up. Like, he, it's just like a law and order. I've been calling it law and order, like Witcher, because he's like just a rundown cop who's just tired of everyone's shit and knows everything, but he's not smarmy about it. He's just tired, and I love it. it just, I love everything about The Witcher Three. Nice, yeah. I definitely. All right, I probably will just dive right in with that one someday. We'll see. And besides that, I actually got into or actually downloaded the alpha of a game we've talked about before briefly, but Cluster Truck is now oh God. in alpha and you can download it how it's, was it um it plays very well like th- there's upgrades you can buy but you can't buy any because it's an alpha so that's the only thing i really noticed that something you couldn't do uh there didn't seem to be any bugs uh then again it's all a physics game it's kind of a first person free running uh physics simulator where you're just running from the top of trucks to like to other trucks and you just have to survive until the end like of that level and 
it seems like the trucks never fall the same way twice. They bump into each other, crash into, you know, the environment around and start collapsing. And some of them are just falling off cliffs and then falling into other trucks that you have to then land on. And you have a ability to like slow down time to try and like figure out your next move, but it doesn't help too much because your characters also slow down. So like you can try to avoid stuff while you're slowing down time, but you can't move that quickly. So like it's kind of better off to just see what you want to try and do on like unslow down time, do it, end up failing because it moves so much quicker than you thought. And then you just restart the level. It's a lot of fun. It's free in an alpha. Um, it it's really tough though being the first person like free running like Mirror's Edge and having small moving platforms that you really can't see too well. So you're kind of just leap into your you know leap of faith from truck to truck hoping that you'll land on an actual truck and not just fall down and get run over by them. But uh, I think I don't think it's hard to find. I think if people just Google cluster trucks, I'll just do it real quick. Um, you can download the alpha and it it's fun. It's definitely great. But I'm not sure how well it'll be if he starts asking people to pay for it when it's finally done. Like he'll have to add a lot more stuff. Uh, yeah, you can get it right from the guy's website, LandfallGamesStudios.com. Nice. We'll put links in the show notes. Um, awesome. Uh, I guess we can talk about what games I've been playing. So I, I, I've definitely been playing the shit out of Final Fantasy IX on mobile. Uh, but the thing is, I literally haven't even left. Uh, Alexandria. I haven't even followed the rat, <laughs> the rat kid up the ladder yet because all I've been doing is playing Tetramaster. Wow, you have like wow. <laughs> no, you have no idea how like dedicated I am. That's all I ever wanted in like a mobile game is just I wanted Tetramaster, and now I can do it, and I'm, I'm super abusing it. And <laughs> I think, I hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. I want to see yeah. how many hours I've literally wasted into this shit, like. I didn't no, think there was I, that many people to play that there, early in the game. Like, Oh my god, there are. There's so many. There's a variety of nobles and shit. And then, like, the thing is, oh my god, it was such bullshit. So there's, like, I've been getting some decent-ass cards, right? And the cool thing about the cards you get, they have arrows surrounding them. And for one d- fisherman, for some reason, when I was fighting him, he would always have, like, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it was, like, a zangle. Uh, card and it had an arrow pointing in every direction and i kept beating this dude i was like sweeping him all left and right so it got to the point where i had fucking an entire hand like five zangles pointing every direction so i was just like sweeping people left and right into the town and going like being like oh who's next and then someone like I don't even know how it fucking happened, but they basically ended up perfecting me and they took all five of my cards at once and I like lost all of them. And I was like, no. And I, so I don't know. This game's really just like cruel and shit. I don't, <laughs> it's uh, a lot of fun, but you can definitely get screwed. The AI definitely knows how to play the game and uh, you can definitely m- meet your match. At least it seems fair on like Gwent, the card game in Witcher 3, which is bullshit. Oh, I had to, sorry. Back to Witcher 3, I had a quest where I had to play three games of Gwent and win, and it was hellish. I'd rather fight any demon or monster like ten times over than play Gwent. It sucks. But at least Final Fantasy's got a good card game system. Oh, this, yeah, so I'm checking it out. It was three hours and 45 minutes I've played so far, and it's just a card game, basically. Um, And... Uh, some of the proudest cards I have are from playing the, the jumping, jump rope mini game. 
uh on my first try of that shit it was like real easy on mobile i guess but it was also like i was like losing my mind and like trying to keep pace with it but uh i got like 242 or something like something pretty damn good and i think all i needed was 200 to get the alexandria card and that has that points in every direction and it's dope as shit and pretty rare and then i also have uh, a genji card hmm. and a cactuar already uh and some others like it's definitely really a lot of fun i'm getting i've seen some really random rare shit even early in the game and i'm trying to capitalize on that shit yeah i remember like all the cards are like monsters and like places like alexandria are there like actual npcs or like characters you can play as as cards i forget i forget too because there's a I think that overall there's a hundred cards, uh, a variety. Um, and I think some of them can be like weapons and shit too. I don't know mm-hmm. about different characters. I, that might be a thing. I forget. Cause I mean, I'm just not even going to say back to, we're, I'm talking about Witcher all the time. Um, in the Gwent, uh, card game, you pl- you put down like soldiers and stuff. And some of them are just like, like foot soldier and like archer and blah, blah, blah. And then some of them are like actual characters in the game series, like Zoltan, Chavi, Chavi, who's a friend of yours, and you can play Gwent with him. And I was like, is it weird playing a card game? And it's like, here's my trump card, and you throw down a picture of your buddy you're playing against. Like, that's weird. Like, why? <laughs> it's like playing your own game. It's I, I, I thought it was very odd that like there's characters that you're talking to, and it's like, I got your card in my back pocket right now. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was just a very obvious thing. That kind of like I don't know. I thought they could have made him just like Dwarf Warrior instead of actually his name on the card. Uh, yeah. But I wasn't sure if they had that in Final in uh, Tetra or not. I don't think so. No, I, I haven't at least encountered it thus far. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking into it. I have 54 cards in my in stock, and that's like 16 different types out of the 100. So I have some work to do. And I've won 102 times, lost 37 times, and had a draw 14 times. So, man. Wow. Yeah, I definitely am hardcore at goddamn Tetra, tetra Master. Tetra. <laughs> uh, you like someone's gonna ask you. It's like, oh, how far did you get in uh, Final Fantasy on mobile? He's like, oh, I'm still on Alexandria. It's like, what? It's like you didn't beat so and so boss. It's like, there's other bosses, dude. I'm gonna be like 20 hours in and be like, <laughs> and the rat boy is gonna be like, yo, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> he's no longer a rat boy. He's a rat man. It's funny because he treats you like shit anyway. He's like, yo, you're my slave. I'm like, ha, jokes on you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <you're- laughs> He's saying that to Vivi, like one of the like strongest black mages there are. God, I love Vivi. It's still not out on Steam, which I'm surprised by. So I'm wondering if they are porting it from mobile and they're reconfiguring it, or if it's going to be its own build. For I really PC. think it has to be its own build. I uh, really hope so. I I definitely believe that. Um, that'll be determined. Yeah, but, it'll um, keep you updated when it comes out. Oh, totally. We'll try to post about it on social media too. But mm-hmm. um. I got over the weekend uh, on PlayStation Store. My my girlfriend's awesome. For Valentine's Day, she got me a $20 PlayStation Store gift card. So I, I cashed in because it was also just so happened there was like a uh, Valentine's Day like sale on certain games. And what did I get? Oh, yeah. It was fucking Battlefield 4, which I always had my eye on. I remember I played the demo of it or beta. I forget. And I really enjoyed it, but I was like, I'm never going to drop 60 bucks on this. Like, there's just no way. Like, I enjoy, I have Battlefield 3. It actually came free with my uh, PC when I got that. And Mm -hmm. 
I really enjoy those kinds of games, but like not enough to be like I'm not like super invested. I literally play like one play style over and over again, and then just like if I'm in the mood for that kind of shit. So yeah. it was on sale for eight bucks. So out of the twenty dollars, I was like, that's definitely going towards that. And what else did I get? I it's fucking funny. I was thinking of you because I saw it. It was fucking Towerfall Ascension, and I was <laughs> like, it was under five dollars. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get it. Lo and behold, after it's purchased and I'm trying to download it, I'm like, oh, wait, it's for PS Vita. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoops. I'm like, gotta read those ones, but whatever. So I'm like, whatever. I really don't care. It's not like I was going to play that game much anyway. But then the, the extra funny game I got at, included with all that, and I think it was like a buck fifty or something, or like maybe $2 for both of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the hell was it? It's, um, NBA Jam on Fire Edition and NFL Blitz. And NBA Jam on Fire Edition is basically like an upgraded version of NBA Jam. Everyone still has like super big heads and they're like weird as shit. Oh, really? I used to play NBA. Uh, was it NBA Jams? I think I played that a lot. Yeah, dude, it was so fucking awesome. I actually, we uh, did a sound from it for What's That Sound not long ago. Really? Yeah. Was that, was that with One Try Gamers? Yes, it was. Okay, I was going to say, because there's no way in hell I would have gotten that. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, Yeah, I, no, it's not NBA Jams I was thinking of. I played another. There's one basketball game we I played a ton, but I forget what it is. I'll think of it. Um, all right. But is that all you got on the sale? I saw it was like 90% off on like yeah. the PlayStation Store. All, so yeah, I guess those four. And I guess I have some cash left over on the card, but we'll see if there's anything else that I want for cheap. Yeah, I remember um when... Sony got hacked years ago and they tried to apologize to gamers. They gave out free copies of games. Like, even if your stuff wasn't stolen, like, cause I never used a credit card. I just bought gift cards, but they gave you free downloads of like, I think five PS3 games and then like five PSP games. But of course, they were all the titles like launch title games, like Infamous, Little Big Planet, and uh, other games that everyone already had by now, or at least you should have by then. And I remember I couldn't get the PSP games because when I connected my PSP to the PS3, uh, it realized that my PSP was jailbroken and I couldn't download to it. Oh, well, that's on you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, now I can't get those free games I didn't care enough to actually buy. Well, since it's jailbroken, can't you just get them anyway? <laughs> uh, from what I remember, I haven't played it in so long. But from what I remember, it was really easy to get any game before like the N64 and just download the emulators for those. Uh, or so I hear, because this is illegal. <laughs> uh, but you can get PSP games, but I remember I had to get a buddy to do it because I didn't know how to actually go about it. Like, it it took a little more work than just downloading it. Yeah, going on the deep web and... Oh, yeah, the Silk Road, <laughs> buying those drugs. <laughs> no, but anyway, interesting. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um... Well, I, yeah, I, those are all the games I've been playing. I love Witcher so much. And I, ref, I, I made a bet with my friends that, like, if I buy XCOM 2 before I finish Witcher 3 or Metal Gear Solid 5, they can, like, bitch slap me, like, as hard as he wants. Cause I'm really trying to not buy it, but I want it so bad. I know and Dubs is posting pictures of <sighs> downloading in his Steam library. Like, that's so Teasing fucking hilarious. Me. Teasing me. That's amazing. But um, I saw a game on mobile. I haven't downloaded it, and I'll tell you why once I explain the game. Or it'll be pretty obvious why. Uh-oh. Uh, it's a mobile game that's only on the Google Play Store, because uh, apparently Apple 
didn't like the game and wouldn't let it on their store. So you can only download it if you have an Android. But it's called Obama's Condom Run. Oh, fuck. And it's a free runner where you play as Obama running out to the store to pick up condoms. And oh, God. And, like, it's just so dumb. <laughs> I, I know. I'm surprised you're not interested in getting it. No, I, I'm not a big mobile guy, and it's free. It's just dumb as hell. <laughs> like, it looks like a game where the guy had the idea, figured out an easy way to draw it and, like, do the art style of it, and then that's it. Like, it seems really basic, and I can't imagine there's much to it. But it's just a stupid, dumb game I want to bring up. Yeah. Do, do you know offhand, like, how many downloads this has? Uh, I was just looking at it. Let me see here. Uh, it's got, like, 80 reviews. Uh, I'm so foreign to the Google Play Store. I don't know where to look. All right, no worries. Uh, but people are, people download it. They've rated it at least 80 times. <laughs> and it's dumb as all hell. Goddamn. Um, but still in line of video games before I derail it. Cause there are a few movie and television things and such. I want to get to at least. Okay. Uh, the website video game trailers. This might be old news by the time this comes out, but video game trailers is closed. It is shut down after 13 years. Bitch dead. Yeah, the website sucks. is dead. Cause I remember that was a big driving force for the video game, for a video game news outlet before Kotaku, before Polygon, like before they were as strong as they were. I remember it was a contender for IGN for a while and it's completely gone now. It was simply bought out by a higher company and they just shut it down. Like that simple. Like what happened with G4? It was yeah. bought out, and then they just closed it because it wasn't making enough money. I just imagine they're all somewhere hanging out together with, like, borders and, like, blockbuster. <laughs> just dead business heaven. Yeah. Dude, I would go to all those businesses and spend <laughs> all of my money. Well, that's the thing. When it was announced that GameTrailers.com was uh, closing and dying out, a lot of people were like, oh, rest in peace, GameTrailers, or like, ah, oh, too soon, or like, ah, oh, I wish it could stay around. It's like... Well, if that was true, and if all these people saying rest in peace game trailers actually went to game trailers and gave them ad revenue, they'd probably still be around. But yeah. it's all these people that, like me, used to go there every now and then when we were younger and there wasn't much places to go, and have since moved on to other places. So, it's if you want something to survive, you gotta support it. You can't be that guy who's like... You know, oh man, this guy's my best friend. I hate to see, like, I hate to be here at his funeral. It's like, weren't you in his, like, first grade class? And that's it? Like, you know. So, listener, if you're paying attention, this is an elaborate plea. Don't lose interest in us. <laughs> <laughs> Keep coming to our websites. We need that money. We make no money. We lose so much money on this podcast. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just weird seeing stuff like this where people are, like, mourning something. That you could have been a part of. You could have helped save it if you actually supported it. But instead, people would rather do other stuff and then mourn it once it's gone instead of celebrate it when it's here. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway. Well, okay. Do you have any more? I have one more video game thing if we want to, like, uh, before we really go off the rails. Uh, Just two things. And I don't imagine we'll hit spend much time on it. Because one of them was Five, minutes at, five Nights at Freddy's World RPG. God damn it. Okay, what's up? It's back. I okay. don't know where, but the guy apologized for releasing it early, broken. Uh, he said anyone who paid for it, that was nine ninety nine for a broken game, he says they can get their money back, and now that it's free. But I looked on Steam, and I couldn't find it on Steam, even though it's apparently back. So hmm. I don't know where it is, but apparently it's free and back, 
and this seems like the worst game ever. I don't know. It, this is the last I'll ever talk about it because I just don't care anymore, and I can't imagine this series is going to keep going. I hope the guy moves on to other stuff, but I hope Five Nights at Freddy's dies a horrible, painful death. Fair enough. And then Star Wars Republic Commandos, one of my favorite games of all time. It is amazing. And it's on Steam, but they took off online multiplayer. It would have been amazing to do co-op games online through Steam with that, but they got rid of it. Um, Apparently, one of the uh, developers recently talked about it. And they planned on doing a sequel, and if you played the game, the story is clearly set up for a sequel. At least one, maybe two sequels. And the developer came out and talked about what happened and how they lost funding and how the studio got broken up a bit. But he said they kind of planned for the sequel to have uh, Civ, the sniper in your squad, gets you know ripped off the ship by, I think, uh, Geonosian. Uh, as you're leaving the final mission, he falls out, and you and your brothers go after him. And they said that they originally intended Civ to survive and to defect from the Empire and join the Rebellion. So it was going to be like uh, the one of the original clone troopers is one of the leaders of the Rebellion, or at least a strong force in the Rebellion against the eventual Empire. And that would have been so good. And it just breaks my heart even more to know that it's gone forever. Yeah, what? Oof. Oh, God, but even now I would say go back and play that game. It's pretty cheap because it was on the original Xbox. It's still so good though. It was by far leaps and bounds ahead of its time. Interesting. All right, I nice. highly recommend it still. Yeah, there's a shitload of Star Wars games out there that I have to play still. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I haven't played the first Kotor. I played the second one. I I don't know if I'll ever go back to the first one just because I got my experience. Yeah, but fans are trying to remake remake. KOTOR, the first one, and like remaster it. And I assume it's going to do as well as every other fan remake of a game, which is we get like the first level and you get to see some pretty screenshots and then it never gets finished. Yeah. There's so many games out there that fans are trying to remaster and like you just can't, like it just takes too much time and people, you know, they're not getting money to remaster it. They're doing it in their free time. And, you know, if it takes years to make a game while you're being paid to do it, it's going to take even like decades to remake a game that you're not getting paid to do. Yeah. So that's understandable. Yeah. Um, I actually, uh, got a sh- a t-shirt over the re- weekend. That was like a pop culture reference to the movie grandma's boy. It's just like, I don't know. Hopefully most of our listeners have seen it. It's like really funny. Like, I don't know, stoner flick where this guy's a video game tester at a place, uh, a game company called Brainasium. And I have like this Brainasium t-shirt. And uh, regardless, I I posted a picture of it on Facebook and like had some people comment on it. And this one guy that I know, he's a super troll. uh, He says, he like, well, he didn't say this. He uh, posted a video to like to a game trailer of the video game that was used in the, in the movie, uh, if the listeners aware it's this game called demonic and it's like apparently it was supposed to be a real game for the 360 that got canceled and it looked pretty like interesting i'm not gonna say like awesome or anything but like for its time i'm sure like people were like wow that looks like legit as fuck um and yeah it was used in the movie uh and it looked pretty good but it's just really funny he posted like this video of the the creator of the game like talking about it. he's like yeah expected to be out on 360 in 2005 or 6 or something and i'm like thinking to myself like wow this guy really thought it was going to come out and it didn't so i wonder what happened there 
Yeah, I've seen, oh, God. Whoa. It was a uh, Path of the Sky we were talking about. It was like, you know, expect this game to be out until like 2013. And then like two years later, the, what, you got the alpha you were playing is actually out? Yeah. So oh, well, I like, think it's actually, yeah, I guess it is the alpha. Yeah. And then there was uh, Witness, which finally came out after like six years, or no, it was planned to come out in 2012, and it just came out recently. And apparently he's getting a little backlash, John Blow, the creator of that, because is the game's not doing as well as he wanted, even though it's doing like ten times better than Braid did, and Braid was a you know pretty good success for him. So I don't know. I I'm not sure if I like that guy, <laughs> but that's just me. That's just me. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I just I don't know. I thought I'd bring to the table demonic. Look into that. It's just like uh maybe if you ever are in nerd trivia moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little Easter egg you can tote in front of your friends. Don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. You like, can be like, where did you hear about that? And you go, none of your goddamn business. And then we don't have any more listeners and our numbers stay low. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that to us. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell your friends. But anyway, uh, I guess that's the last thing I, I wanted to bring to the table. What's up in the movie world? Uh, it sounds like you went and saw something recently. Well, I saw Deadpool. And oh, God. How was it? I mean, well, I say we found out off air that AJ has saw it three times since it came out, so he saw it at midnight, like, the Thursday it was released. He saw it the next day on Friday, and then the next day Saturday. That's literally amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, my god, like, I love movies, they're great, and I can rewatch movies easily, but I realized I hate, I hate movie theaters, because I hate other people. Oh, so that's fair. I, I would love to rewatch movies, but I also hate paying $12 for a ticket to be surrounded by obnoxious people that laugh at the wrong moments or clap after a movie ends why why do you clap no one's there you're the actress can't hear you why are you clapping it bugs me uh it i have a lot of pet peeves just with movie theaters and stuff <laughs> that is so funny yeah i've actually i don't really think i've had people clap at the end of a movie but oh uh, i had it happen at the end of star wars like it drove me nuts i'm just like just leave just get out of here get out of my way you're blocking the aisle anyway um so i saw that it's great i don't need to promote it any more than they have. It's just as good as you think it is. It's everything I wanted it to be. And it was actually pretty true to the origin story. Like, it wasn't as absurd as I thought it would be. Uh, I think the only thing that's really a monkey wrench in the origin story is his girlfriend. But, you know, he kind of needed to make him, you know, to give him a reason to hunt down this guy. Besides, you know, revenge. Sure. But um, it's everything you want it to be. Hmm? Overall, what would you give it out of 10, I guess? I mean, for me, it's 10 out of 10. It's oh, wow. fucking fantastic. Nice. It's definitely, it's a heavy R, though. Like, it's, tar like I said, Tarantino level R. Like, it's real gory. A lot of F words. Uh, some, you know, pretty intimate scenes, <laughs> I shall say. Titties. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 you do. Okay. <laughs> um, see Ryan Reynolds' ass. So, something for the ladies. Nice. Uh, but yeah, don't, you know. Don't take your kids to think see this thinking like ah uh, he he's heard the word shit before it's like no it's everything it's all nuts and bits so well that's be his character that. yeah that, I mean that's what you want from Deadpool that's ex it's exactly what you want it to be but just I know some like I remember my dad taking me to see forty forty year old virgin when I was like fourteen we're like ah I've heard character words before and like in the first ten minutes of that movie they're wagging around like dildos and stuff and they're like look it's Doctor Seuss's cock. It's like, ooh, wow, I, mm, this is uncomfortable. I looked over at my friend he took to the movies with us. It's like, 
more uncomfortable for him because <laughs> he's seen it with someone else's dad. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so yeah, just be aware. It's heavy R. So don't be surprised when, you know, you take your kid and he's scarred for life. Oh God. The, I'm scarred just hearing about that scenario. No, it's, it's so good. Uh, oh yeah. The, uh, <laughs> four year old virgin. Yeah. It was jarring. Um, but in the movie world, Todd McFarlane has apparently finished the new Spawn script for another movie. Ooh, nice. And I know a lot of people bashed the old Spawn movie and saying it's possibly the worst CGI they've ever seen. And they're not wrong. It's pretty bad, even by 90s standards. Yeah. But I will say, uh, John Leguizamo, who played the clown in the Spawn movie, that was all practical effects. He was crammed into that tiny little suit and plays the fat, overweight clown that's like an actual demon. So I will give him kudos for that. And I still enjoy the movie. It might be just because it's part of my childhood, which it shouldn't be, because it's about a mercenary going to hell and then becoming a soldier for Satan. Like, it's a weird movie to say I had in my childhood. <laughs> but it's, I love Spawn, as ridiculous and over the top it is. And even though Todd McFarlane has just turned it into an excuse to, you know, make his toy line even bigger than it is. But I'm excited for a new movie. Totally. Even if it's terrible, I'll probably still see it. Yeah. Uh, is it later this year or, or just the script and all that? He, yeah, he just finished the script. So I imagine like probably a couple th- years, yeah. two to three years, maybe. But even still, that's exciting. It's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, they've always talked about it, but this is the first like concrete thing we've had. So it's good. And speaking of terrible movies, and they're only going to get worse. Apparently. They ha- want to have another Transformers movie coming out in like 2017. And apparently after that, they want to have annual Transformers movies. So they want to have one in 2017, 2018, 2019. What? It's, it, it's going to be bad. That's it's, really, that does not sound good. No, it really doesn't. Apparently they want to make like four more movies after the, like four, four or five that they've already done. It's, it's going to get worse, guys. It's going to get a lot worse. So expect a lot more of those movies and don't expect them to get any better. Uh-huh. I feel like I feel like it's just become the Assassin's Creed of movies where it's one every year, whether you like it or not. Oh, that's sad. That's yeah. sad, sad news. Um, mm, ruining that series. Yeah, uh, I guess I can finally bring this up. So speaking of sad people and sad news, uh, <laughs> Kanye West is like... Oh, that beautiful segue right there. (laughs) (laughs) This person that I really typically don't give two shits about. I really don't follow people in general. I'm I'm really out of tune with what goes on in the general media. But for instance, I did see this kind of stuff pop up on my newsfeed. What first brought him to my attention, I'm like, oh, what's this goofy guy up to now these days? I saw a thing on a Business Insider. It says, Kanye West is begging Mark Zuckerberg to give him a billion dollars. I and I'm thinking to myself, who is this guy, and why? Why? Who? Who goes to just random billionaires? Is like, yo, toss me a billion right now. And you want to know what his? And you said why? His reason is because I'm the best artist this world has ever seen, and I need I wait. So hold on, let me read some. Of his, I'm gonna read his tweets 
in success session to what he's saying. He's tweeting at Mark Zuckerberg, invest $1 billion into Kanye West's ideas after realizing he is the greatest living artist and greatest artist of all time. But he's like, I'm practicing my Grammy speech. I'm not going to the Grammys unless they promise me the album of the year. And like, he's just like the most cocky bastard in the world. It's like, I guess that's what you expect from this person. But uh, in in general, he's just like, Mark Zuckerberg, I know it's your birthday, but can you please call me by tomorrow? And it's like not Mark Zuckerberg's birthday at all. He's <laughs> off by like three or four months. He's just a character at this point. Like, Borat is less of less of a caricature of you know stereotypes oh, than Kanye West has become. But later in the article, it says he also got Larry Page, CEO of Google's parent company Alphabet, into the mix. He's like, "Yo, Larry Page, I'm down for your help too." He's like, "All you dudes in San Francisco play rap music in your homes that never help the real artists." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Oh my god. Oh wait, no, this is the real fucked up one. He went too far. He's like, you'd rather open up one school in Africa like you really helped the country. And all these people are harding and retweeting this. And I'm thinking to myself, he did do some help. Apparently, he... He he opened up a school in Africa. What did you do? You're just making goofy ass music videos. Which, all right, this segues into the next reason he's on our like shit list tonight. Uh, he launched. This is like all right. It's semi. He launches this uh, video game featuring his like his dead mother flying to heaven. That's how the article uh, titles it. But regardless. It's he made this video game for his mom, or I guess he didn't make it. He put all this money into this, and I saw this video of him like, uh, basically revealing it to this huge audience, and everyone was just laughing at it. Like no one seemed to give a shit. The uh, the opening video was just like this strange animation. It wasn't like anything like too impressive, and he's just like thinking it's like the most life changing shit ever, and like this is the best game in the world. There was no gameplay at all. It was just like the opening thing, and then he like he's. He's like, what's wrong with you people? He's like, he's like literally shocked. No one liked it. And then he ended up playing it again because like, he was just like, I didn't think people got it, I guess. Oh my God. Like he can't be a, this isn't genuinely who he is because if a person like this exists, they would have lost their minds or like committed some atrocious act of against humanity just to get back into the limelight because they need attention so much. Like I believe all this to be just a character that he's playing just so he can get attention he doesn't be- he doesn't believe this game is an actual tribute to his mother or it will be a good game i think he's using i made a game about my dead mother to be sensationalizing and like scandalizing like so he's like so people will take news headlines like this and go what's kanye thinking he's like great people are talking about me now and some people are going to try out that game just for laughs if not most people but god damn it, I can't stand him. I can't stand him either, and I heavily lean towards, no, he's literally that dumb, and I think it's like, that's what you're suggesting is too elaborate for his, like, feeble mind. Um, but regardless, <laughs> I think, uh, also, look at his, the latest album art, uh, for his album that's coming out, or already is out, called Life of Pablo, and I guess that's referencing Picasso? I have no idea, but you have to look, I put it in show topics, uh, he literally, in order to release this album art, I'm pretty sure he was just, it was a series of tweets asking people like, yo, what do you think of this? And it was just like, essentially some variant of what I already just sent you. And, and that's what he went with. Oh my God. Just, we need another plague. Just something to wipe out like a good third of humanity. I, it, it literally looks like something that was done in Microsoft MS Paint. And he just, 
there's like a family portrait, some plain text in like in a vertical line, and then some random ass. Some weird, pla- obviously plastic surgery ass of some woman at like I don't know on top of a rooftop or something. And then, like, a family portrait of a black family, and it just says, pick, like, which one, and it's, like, it's terrible. I hate everything about this. Yeah, I don't get that shit either. Uh, but, yeah, so you you can check that picture out on our show notes if you want. <sighs> I'd rather play Bulletstorm again than have to talk about Kanye West or anything related to him and the Kardashians. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, it's funny, I'd never, like, really related the two but i guess yeah they're dating or whatever is going on see i don't even know what they got like two kids and they're not i don't care i hope they they're all right the problem is i sincerely apologize for bringing kanye west to the table but it was just like a there's a video game in there somehow uh and b yeah it's just he's an asshole so yeah the worst part is the clearly kardashians aren't that uh, that stupid because they're able to stay in the limelight as long as they have and turn a massive, massive financial empire out of it. So the worst part is they're not that dumb. The worst part, it's like people who, it's like Trump running for president. It's not the person doing it that's the problem. It's the people supporting them that are the problem. Like that people are this dumb that they're going to continue supporting this person and keeping them relevant. It's it's like with the, well, I don't want to say with the government because I think it's all corrupt. So I don't think you actually have any power with it. But if you want these people to stop doing this, or if you want these people to stop being in every tabloid or on the cover of every magazine or news story, if you don't want to see the uh, you know evening news talk about the fashion of some dumb bitch who got popular off a sex tape, stop looking at her. Stop paying them <laughs> attention. Just look away. It's like monsters and like old fairy tales. Like if you don't believe in them, they don't exist. So just, just turn your heads to something better. Like. Daredevil, it's coming back to Netflix, season two. And the trailer just came out, and it shows the Punisher, who's being played by the guy that uh, played Shane in The Walking Dead. And it's going to be great. Yeah, nice. Um, as well as, apparently, Microsoft is now dubbing February as Anime Month. And hmm. by that, they're giving away a free month of, like, their you know, video services and downloading access for anime. And I guess, I guess they realize it's popular or it's getting popular. They're trying to make it more popular by offering up a few free shows like Black Butler, Fairy Tale, The Devil is a Part Timer, and Steins Gate, which I highly recommend. Uh, so you can download them free off Microsoft's website. And they're giving you like the first three episodes of a few other shows like Death Note, Inuyasha, Naruto, which I don't recommend. Um, <laughs> so. It's weird, and Stream is like, a, or Steam is announcing some streaming service as well with anime, with unfortunately Naruto again. But you can get other stuff and better shows. So if you want just a bunch of free anime, I guess check out Microsoft this month. I suppose. Huh. Interesting. So, huh. I wonder how Crunchyroll feels about that. I I don't think Crunchyroll is too worried. Because they're getting in with like YouTubers, because I've seen a ton of people doing as for Crunchyroll. And the good thing is, well, the good thing is everyone's getting money. So the two services, the, you know, YouTubers and Crunchyroll, who I both like, are getting money to sustain each other. But it seems like Crunchyroll is giving them like a very minimal script where they're like, make sure you include, you know, this, 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 and this. Otherwise, do whatever you want. And I think those are the best ways of to advertise stuff. Yeah. 
because I know some people have taken their ads they've done for Crunchyroll and like put them in the beginning of an episode, uh, a video or at the end of a video, and then have taken those ads, those ad segments by themselves and uploaded them as videos, and those still get like thousands of views, and it's literally just an ad, but because the YouTubers and entertainers have been able to make it funny and interesting, people still want to watch it even though it is an ad, and it's it's very interesting and. I mean, I like I said, I like both of them, so I'm fine with that. But okay, I I think yeah, I think you might be right where Microsoft is like trying to maybe move in on this market and see if they can get a bit of that because may, maybe that's because Crunchyroll became so big. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking to myself, ah, uh, it is a large market, and it's just I don't know. I thought there wasn't that many nerds out there. I guess we're growing. We're an army. What do you mean you didn't think there was that many nerds? Like it is the decade of nerds right now. Like there's. Pokemon hoodies that people are wearing out in public. No, you're absolutely right. But I'm just thinking to myself, I guess my high school mentality back, I guess that's many years ago now, but uh, it, it seemed like nerds were the minority. Now everyone's realizing, oh yeah, nerds are cool. Yeah, I think everyone, yeah, everyone considers themselves a nerd in some aspect or like something nerdy. And I think like anime, it's just not the stigma of watching anime isn't what it was back when we were in middle school and high school of like, you know, you can watch anime and you don't have to wear cat, ear, cat ears and a cat tail running around meowing at people. Those people are insane. Yeah. That's... Everyone agrees on that. Even people that like anime. They give it a bad name. Yeah. Just like everything else has a bad name. Like, you know, you can play League of Legends and not be a massive asshole yelling at your teammates for being terrible. Or, you know, there are games of, uh, it's the only thing that's coming to mind. So I'll just say League of Legends again, where I've had good teammates and they're like, I'm like, sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm new. And they're like, oh, there's no problem to play this character. You want to use this ability and then that ability, and then you want to fall back. And then the next, very next match, I'll have someone screaming and, you know, throwing up in my ear because I'm terrible. And never play never the exists. game again. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's a great mentality because if I, if new people never get into a game, the old players are eventually going to be the only ones left. And eventually it's going to die because it has to have a new community circulating through it. And if it's a stale community, it, you know, no one's going to play a game forever. So you're going to move on eventually and then that game will die because you don't want new com- new people playing. So if you're very competitive and you like yelling at noobs on games, don't. Stop being a dick. Yeah, basically just play something else. You're the Kanye West of League of Legends. Yeah, go play Peggle. <laughs> Everyone loves Peggle, except for me because I got it wrong in what was that sound. Well, you can yell at that. And wait, no, <laughs> Peggle wasn't in what was that sound. Now I need to do that. Ooh. No, it definitely was. I think it was the first one we did. Whoa, you're blowing my mind. That I don't believe you. <laughs> Go back and listen. I'm right. positive it was. Um, and uh, just quick, mention real quick. Apparently, Double Fines Studios, the company that did Broken Age and Psychonauts, and is trying to steal all your money with that weird fundraising website where you get to be a like investor on it. I don't trust him. Uh, Tim Schafer, that is. <laughs> Apparently, they're making a documentary or a documentary series, kinda, about behind the scenes of Double Fine Studios. But when I looked, you could buy, like, the basic one. Like, it's not a free documentary. It's one you have to pay for. And, uh, you have to be, like, the basic one is, like, $5. I think there's, like, a deluxe one, which is, like, 8 And then there's, like, a deluxe bundle, which is, like, 15 And I think he's turning it into episodic stuff. Like, so there's different parts of the documentary that come out different times i don't know it's i don't i really don't trust double fine studios anymore like i did enjoy the games but it it's getting more questionable with each thing they do and i feel like this might be a way to compensate for that crowdfunding thing they 
did recently for Psychonauts because I feel like they probably already blew that three million dollars they got. So oh I yikes! Yeah, I don't. Like, I'm just fair warning to anyone if you're investing in Double Fine stuff. Like, just be cautious. I I don't trust them anymore. Fair enough. So, that's just my two cents about it. All right. Well, um, I think we gassed on enough this time around. Uh, let's do some plugs quick and wrap this up. All right. We got our Twitch, which is ABT Silence. Uh, I've done Witcher a few times. I might do it again. Uh, turns out streaming Witcher and playing it at the same time is very demanding. <laughs> yeah, I can so, imagine. <laughs> if I ever do stream or if you ever watch it, you'll definitely hear my computer in those. And I'll have my computer open, or I'll have my window open, having snow pouring in on top of my computer to try and cool it off, because it is about the temperature of the surface of the sun when I stream and play at the same time. Yeah, I no doubt. Yeah, um, and other '90s bands. Uh, <laughs> I am on Twitter at abts brendan. Cool. Um, yeah, and listeners, if you want to hit us up at Twitter, uh, our handle is abt silence. Um, speaking of our Twitch, we do a, we do a Dungeons and Dragons stream every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time called Mouse Guard Renaissance. We're like up to episode six, I believe, coming up soon. Uh, so if you want to check that out, please do and tell your friends. And yeah, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to submit, uh, I was walrus categories or even just get in touch with us or send us feedback, uh, you can always send us an email at almostbettersilence at gmail.com. But um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next week. See you.